half zany, half serious film that's uneven in parts and too abstract in others, but nonetheless delivers a fairly engaging, entertaining romp through one of the most famous horror stories of all time, if you can handle the weirdness, which there's plenty of, and Keanu Reeves' god-awful acting, which there fortunately isn't much of. I also enjoyed the thought-provoking overall theme here, which is the dangers of female sexuality. It's not a super obvious theme, but I believe Dracula here represents the blossoming of a woman's sexuality and the path of destruction and terror it can sometimes leave in its wake, even from the most seemingly chaste and pure-hearted of females, who Winona Ryder's character is supposed to represent here. There's a lot of sexual symbolism, both overt and subtle, hell, just look at Dracula's hairstyle at the beginning, which, though Japanese-slash-samurai-inspired, is curved and heart-shaped like a woman's uterus, or a closed-winged bath but it all suggests an old-fashioned cautionary tale about the dangers of women as they come of age, the power they can wield over men, and the kind of damage they can do if left uncontrolled, that is, unmarried and without child. Hey, I'm not advocating for the message, I'm merely describing it as I see it. It's the kind of theme you'd often find in fairy tales of yore, most famously in Little Red Riding Hood, red being a symbol of a woman's menstruation, a sign of sexual maturity, and I'm unsure how much of it, if any, is present in the original Dracula story and how much of it was director Francis Ford Coppola's deliberate infusion. But it is definitely deliberate, and, agree with it or not, adds a unique layer to what has traditionally, in most other iterations, just about always been a straightforward man versus monster tale. So good on the filmmakers for that, I guess. This is Coppola, after all, director of some of the finest films ever made, like The Godfather and Apocalypse Now, so a little depth is to be expected. As a product of entertainment, it works for the most part. It takes a bit to get going, especially since Keanu Reeves, who I can't emphasize enough is awful here, giving a performance I can only describe as British gentleman by way of Southern California surfer, is, worryingly, the main focal point for the first 15 minutes or so, and watching him go about his journey into dark and haunted Transylvania seemingly oblivious to the utter and clearly sinister forces all around him, culminating in meeting Dracula himself, was so absurd as to be comical. They really should have trimmed it down a bit, or made it less ridiculous and over the top, and who knows, maybe they did, but if the film had kept up with such absurdity throughout, rather than in fits and starts, it would have likely rendered the thing unwatchable. Fortunately Reeves is quickly banished to the background of what you're initially made to believe is his story and everyone else around him, who are all way, way better, are brought forward, especially Anthony Hopkins, who is hilarious and brilliant and wonderfully heroic as Van Helsing. Gary Oldman as Dracula is no slouch either, and Winona Ryder does a really great job, probably one of her best performances, especially the stuff she has to do at the end. She also has one of the most beautiful, innocent-looking faces I've ever seen on screen, with giant puppy dog eyes and skin as white as snow, almost like something out of a fairy tale, imagine that. Shame she went bananas in her later years, she was quite something in her youth. The girl with the red hair is also really good, and sexy as hell. Anyway, the film is at its best when Reeves isn't in it, which is, mercifully, most of it. Coppola was clearly aware the guy couldn't act and reduced his on-screen presence as much as possible. Why he cast him in the role to begin with is another story, trying to bank on that highly lucrative Bill and Ted audience, maybe? But at least Coppola knew a crap performance when he saw it and proceeded accordingly. The rest of the film plays with a weird mix of serious and highly over-the-top, which doesn't always work. It's not too terrible, but, as I mentioned earlier, the over-the-top stuff is so over-the-top that it often borders on comical, while the serious stuff is deadly serious and quite grim. It's jarring tonally, and though would have been disastrous in the wrong hands, works here for the most part, though some bits are a real stretch, like how characters are able to travel back and forth to Transylvania from England so quickly. 
the film also wears out its welcome by the beginning of the third act, where I was ready for the thing to finish, only to find there was another 30 minutes to go. Not a good sign, though I did like the ending, which takes a turn I didn't see coming but should have predicted given, again, the woman's sexuality equals destruction theme, as well as the reverse crucifixion bit that tries to bring the biblical story of Christ around full circle. Not really sure it was super necessary as the parallels between Dracula and Christ aren't exactly overt here, but whatever, it was an interesting idea. And what a crazy sex-slash-seduction scene, if that's even what it was. Overall, I liked the film, flaws and all. It's messy and ridiculous and about 30 minutes too long, and Reeves gives one of the worst performances I've ever seen in a mainstream film of this nature, but it has a lot going for it, the effects are good, the gore is plentiful yet tasteful, the story departs from the source material in interesting ways, the themes are thought-provoking, and the acting, aside from Reeves, is top-notch. Yes, it's cartoony, but it works in its own weird way. Certainly one of the better adaptations of the Dracula story that's been made. See it.